If I was to ask you to imagine a calm, beautiful, restful place where you could be, what would that place look like? And crucially, are you imagining somewhere indoors or somewhere outside, or at least with very direct access to nature? Hello, and thank you for joining me, Philippa Richard, on the Enriching Design podcast, talking about how design can make homes and cities better for people and better for the planet. The last brain in the series is the hive brain. And this is the one that acknowledges that we actually feel better, happier, healthier when we are aware of the fact that we are part of a bigger picture, the fact that we are part of nature. And there is actually a term for this that was coined by a scientist many years ago, which is biophilia. And the scientist was an E.O. Wilson. And his rather grandiose phrase was this, this is an innate and genetically determined affinity of human beings with, with the natural world. Well, that just means that we like nature. Now, since this term was coined, there has been quite a lot of research into biophilia, which supports the original hypothesis. We, this really is a thing. We do feel better with around nature. And so people have looked at what things seem to make us feel better and tried to come up with ideas as to why. Now, I know one of the theories is that as humans, largely speaking, most of our evolution took place in the this grand savannas of Africa and that therefore we might prefer environments that replicate that in some way. So having plenty of lights and wide open views and a canopy of trees above, those kinds of things. Now, some of the, the, the concepts I think could could come under things like the lizard brain. It's just about feeling safe, being able to see what's happening, not liking dark spaces, this kind of thing, which can all feel threatening. But there are other aspects to the research that are less obvious. This desire to be connected with nature seems very powerful. One study found that office workers who didn't have access to a window would either put a plant on their desk or even just put a picture above their desk of a view of nature. Somehow these people knew that what they wanted was some connection with nature and so were trying to achieve it in whatever way they could. And it seemed to at least have a positive effect in some respects because those people generally report less sick leave. Um, people in offices where they can actually have a window and can see nature seem to recover, seem to have be off ill less. And similarly, people in hospitals when they have a window seem to recover quicker. Now, the hive brain goes, builds on this idea of biophilia. 
but it's more than just bringing nature into our built environment in very small ways. I think somehow, on a very practical level even, we know that the, this planet is the place that sustains us. And therefore, the buildings and the homes and the cities that we build can only really sustain us and enrich us in the long run if we're doing so in a way that we're not destroying the home in the long term. I think then bringing plants into those environments, so trying to have more trees, more greenery within cities, we know is actually a positive thing to do in terms of managing temperatures, managing rainfall and floods. For lots of practical reasons, it's an effective and good thing to do. But I also think we need to be looking at the ways we build in terms of how do we get our foods into cities? If we're having these huge cities, how can they be energy efficient? How can they be sustainable structures in the long run so that we all feel comfortable knowing that we're in something that isn't destructive? So what is the implications for this in terms of where or how you should live? Well, the desire for nature could imply that having that nice house in the country could be good for you. But as I discussed in the earlier episodes, the connection with human beings is also incredibly important. So depending on how, you, how things work for you personally, it might be that particularly if you have to work in a city, then having a smaller home right in the city where there's less transport, you're using a car less, it's probably a smaller house, so it's had less materials, it's probably more energy efficient. All of that could actually be a more sustainable option. Certainly what I think it does mean is for, for those of us, which is approaching nearly 50% of the planet, who do live in towns and cities, I think we really need to be looking at how we can very actively bring nature into those cities. And in many ways, one of the most practical things is actually trying to bring more farming and food production in as well, and flowers to support things like the bees. And there have been some interesting studies suggesting that you know, cities could actually produce quite a substantial amount of their own food needs within the confines of the city itself. So right now, within your own home or within your workplace, look at where you could incorporate a bit of nature, even if it's only a painting, to make you feel better. Have a plant on your desk, bring more plants into the house. And then maybe also look at what else you could be doing to make your lifestyle more sustainable. Thank you for tuning in. You were just listening to the Enriching Design podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and be sure to head over to digonhome.com and join the email list and our Facebook group for personal updates and access to special offers.